What's going on, Servant Leaders? Welcome back to the podcast. This time around, we're not going to be doing any announcements or any upcoming things when it comes to this one. We're just going to jump right on in to personal significance with my longtime buddy, Lance Batiste. Lance Batiste is a member of Christian Life Team at Landmark Christian School in Fairburn, Georgia. He has traveled internationally preaching the gospel to young people, encouraging them to live their life passionately for Jesus Christ. Before joining the team, Lance was a pastor at New City Church for over 12 years, serving in different capacities. He is also the co-founder of We Are the Buffalo. Lance is known for his passion for people, dynamic delivery of the gospel, and of course, his love for food. Lance has been happily married to his beautiful wife, Lydia, for 19 years, and together they have three vibrant children. Servant leaders, yes, that comment about his love for food is right on. He's the only guy that has ever made an analogy about Maggiano's so good that I actually wanted to get right up out of that meeting and go straight to eating. He also introduced me to Fogo the Show. Man, if you love a Brazilian steakhouse, you're going to love this guy's attitude. It's almost as good. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Serving Leaders. Listen, this is a special episode, and I know I say things like that all the time, but listen, this is really a special episode because, man, one of my aces, I mean, ride or die dudes from way back in the day is on the podcast. I absolutely love this guy, man. My dude Lance is on the podcast, and it's been a minute since we've gotten together you know, life has changed for him. Life has changed for me. But I'm just so inspired by him. He is such an inspirational person, uh, full and packed with wisdom and just a loving guy. Man, just will grip you up and bring you into his life, man, if you give him an opportunity. My brother from another mother, Lance Salt and Pepper Batiste is on the podcast. Lance, would you talk to the people? How you doing, man? What is going on with you? Hey, Lyle, I'm so honored to be on here with you, man. I'm so excited. Love you so much. Hey, man, a lot's been going on, especially in the past year. You know, we were um, pastors at a church and we resigned about a year ago, stepped into a new season. You know, there's some things that the Lord has placed on our heart that we're beginning to get launched and get started. Uh, One of the things, you know, I'm a big nature buff. I didn't know if you knew that about me, but planet Earth, all that stuff, you know, we'll sit down on a Saturday morning and watch it all. I love nature stuff especially when animals attack animals. I just get so intrigued by it. Well, uh, I was on YouTube some years back and I was why I found this thing called the battle at Kruger. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's this cool thing that someone was able to videotape of some lions in waiting and a huge herd of buffalo were going towards them. And a couple of them actually got away and started uh, voyaging towards the the buffalo. And the, the lions started went and grabbed them, got the baby, wrestled it down to the water. And then there's a tug of war between the crocodile and the lion. And it was a, it was a big deal. Well, as you know, as the, as they fought over this little baby Buffalo, the, you know, they were, they, they finally, the lions finally got it away from the crocodile. And then next thing you know, this big herd of Buffalo comes over and like just tosses the lions around and rescues this baby that they had been gnawing on for like, five minutes and the baby's rescued. And as I watched that, I got so inspired. I was like, wow, collectively as the body of 
Christ or just people. You know, when we see something, we don't just sit by and watch, but we do something. We have a we have an opportunity to rescue people, help people, build community around people, and see them uh, be rescued from just real problem areas of their life. And when they find themselves in trouble or when they're isolated and alone, loneliness is such a killer, man. And uh, community just really brings out love, support, life. And uh, that's why we started this whole thing called We Are the Buffalo. And uh, we realized that we are the ones who, when we see something, we should do something. And so my family's rallying around and we're excited. And um, that's what we're really working on these days. Man, what a cool explanation. Servant Leaders, we're going to link to that video in the show notes. You're going to want to go check it out. Hey, Lance, you were on Instagram. You're an Instagram master. Uh, you were talking about a couple of things on Insta just a little bit ago, which is why I reached out to you for the podcast. You want to break that down to Servant Leaders listening to the podcast right now? Yeah, sure, man. You know, uh, it was... It was just recently, you know, that, uh, like I said, we we left our church. And so I was trying to find my place. You know, we we left our church. I've been a pastor for um, the last 15 years, you know, youth pastor, then uh, associate pastor at my church. And so now we're going into a place where nobody really knows us. We love the place, love the church, became members and trying to figure out, OK, we can't I can't just go into church and sit around and not serve. And so I tried to figure out, OK, where do we serve? And I asked the people there after we became members, uh, where is it that uh, you guys need help? And I was told the parking lot. And it's amazing. As soon as I was told the parking lot, I was like, oh, dang, parking lot. You know, <laughs> you know, that's the where my mind went. But my heart was there. I was like, sure, let's do this. You know, but it's amazing. I mean, I had to shut off my mind. I hate that my mind immediately went to, well, it's just the parking lot. Well, I realized that the parking lot is so necessary. If people can't find a parking space, they don't come into the church and they don't experience the power of God. So uh, my whole mindset kind of shifted. I prayed to the Lord and just really, just really began to serve my church, my pastor and in the parking lot area. And it's amazing, man. I could I can't tell you how liberating it is and how exciting it is to be able to serve at a at a church and see people uh, walk in and some of them dejected. Some of them don't know where to go because we get a lot of visitors coming in and out and be able to point them in the right right direction. But also be able to do some of the thing, same things I did as a pastor. But now it's just kind of behind the scenes and nobody notices it. But the. The beauty of it is just realizing how important and valuable that serving is because serving brings so much life to me, but it also helps and, and fills a need that's going on. I was the the struggle that I had initially was because obviously the parking lot is not the pulpit, you know, and so many people want the pulpit. I was one of those people who had the pulpit. I was excited to, you know, and I ha I believe that God has given me a gift to to speak the word and I want to continue to do that. And I do continue to do that. But then this season, it's time for me to just work the parking lot. And I think sometimes when we have roles that are not quite as prominent, we have a tendency to believe that that role is not significant. And I'm one who believes that just because something is not prominent does not mean that it's not significant. That role is very significant. And I've been in both prominent roles and not so prominent roles, but both are very significant. You know what I'm saying? And significance uh, is based on the need. 
And every area of service is necessary. And so instead of, you know, talking yourself off a cliff or talking yourself off out of doing something that can impact other people, we need to first start, you know, having good self-talk and realize that, hey, this is this is really valuable and really important. You can really make an impact. And I'm I'm thankful and honored that I'm able to do it in that capacity at my at my church currently. Servant leaders, I hope you picked up what Lance said right there near the end, that significance is based on the need. Servant leaders, you guys know that we talk a lot about significance here on the podcast. Impact companies, we're all about significance here, success versus significance. And I love what Lance says because it truly is based on needs. But the thing is that we have to do as servant leaders is we have to reach in lean in and discover the need. Once we're able to discover the need in other people, then we can really be much more significant in their lives. It's not about what we necessarily think. So Lance was also talking about that battlefield of the mind, what we think versus what's in our hearts to do for people. And as we're trying to be as significant as we can for others, we have to look at their needs and start to meet those needs. Those are the significant things in life that is going to help us make the difference as we serve others. Hey, Lance, why do people devalue serving so much? And and how did you connect with your value in serving how you are right now? Uh, I think people have a tough time serving because, you know, I think there's many different reasons depending on your background. You know, I think it it can really be based on wanting to be something. You know, I think everybody has this desire to be, like I said, a prominent role, be in a prominent role or do something that matters. Everybody in. And I think sometimes we don't realize what things actually do matter. And so when we see everyone else's highlight reel, we see all the great things that they're doing. Everyone wants to do something great. And why shouldn't we? We should want to do something great. But Jesus said something very significant when he said, the greatest among you must be a servant. And I realized, man, if I'm going to be great, then I need to learn how to serve others. And I always have to remind myself that I am serving others, even if they don't see it, even if they never notice it, even if they didn't see me pick up that piece of paper while I was at the parking lot and throw it away. It's like you. a lot of times we want we want everyone to take notice of what we do, but that's not always the case. Not everyone is going to always take notice. And I think sometimes because we don't get that recognition, it causes us not to want to serve or we don't feel like people will appreciate it. So we don't serve. And so. Uh, I have to go in my mind and realize that I'm not serving necessarily just for helping other people. I am doing it to help other people, but I'm also I've also have a biblical mandate to serve. I want to be more like Jesus. That's my motivation. And Jesus came and washed the disciples feet. Jesus came not to serve, not to be served, but to serve. And so if I am going to have that same mindset and be more like Christ, then I have to do the same thing in every situation. Servant leaders, we all have to do something that matters. And maybe you're on the podcast and you're listening right now, and maybe you're not a person of Christian faith. Maybe you have another background. Well, let me give you something else that goes alongside with what Lance is saying. Martin Luther King said, everyone can be great because everyone can serve. Now, if you know the story of Dr. Martin Luther King, he also has a faith background. But I think each and every one of us as servant leaders can get around that idea. You can do something significant. 
Because as Lance is saying, everybody, every single one of us wants to do something great. As we say a lot on this podcast, nobody wants to get up in the morning, look themselves in the mirror and say, yeah, you, you in the mirror right there, you're going to be a failure today. Way to go, way to get up and absolutely bomb it today. No one says that. Everybody wants to be significant. Everybody wants to do something great and everyone has the opportunity to serve. So servant leader, you're on this podcast because you are a serving individual. You're a servant leader. You want to enhance and grow your servant leadership skills. You have to find what that mandate is for your life. Once you discover your mandate, get out there and do it at the best possible degree that you possibly can, wherever that leads you. Hey Lance, how can servant leaders help encourage and uplift others that don't understand their value? Uh, well, when people don't understand their value, I think it's important to begin to show them their value. Sometimes you have to take people through the whole process of why they do stuff. I think a lot of times, you know, people don't have clear vision. When they don't have clear vision as to why something is important or significant, they have a they have a lesser tendency to get behind it. I think it's important as a leader as we trying to get people to serve with us, because I believe a leader is all, already serving themselves. As we want to get people to serve alongside alongside of us, we have to cast clear vision. We have to show them exactly what the purpose is behind it. I'll never forget a particular instance early on, one of my original mentors, my youth pastor that started, you know, one day, you know, we were breaking down, people started breaking down for, they wanted us to all break down for a particular event that was taking place. Well, I saw that nobody was moving. I saw my pastor who was my mentor, get up and start stacking chairs. And as I saw him, I was like, oh no, you shouldn't do it. Let me get in there and do it. But he showed me by example. I think a lot of times when you realize that, man, nobody else is going to do it. We live in a generation where people, you know, I see people all the time will sit and watch other people work while they don't do anything. I think it's incumbent upon us as who already are leaders to not just sit there and do everything, but we should work alongside some of the others and show them why this is important. And when you begin to explain and cast that proper vision, they begin to catch hold of it and then they can see the full process. As they see the full process, I think people are more likely to get behind it because everybody, again, wants to do something great and greatness starts somewhere. And just like, I think that's why people get and do internships. Well, we have to explain the value. And when you, when like me serving in church, one of the biggest things that I can encourage people to serve in, guess what? Your service is helping people not go to hell. You know, that's my, that's my goal. We want to see people um, experience the power and love of God. We want to see people begin to encounter other people and also experience community. If I'm not standing there and working the parking lot and showing other people the value of it, then guess what? Then other people aren't experiencing that community that, that is so necessary and vital to their, uh, to their health. Servant leaders, no one becomes great alone. And this is why community is so valuable. Right now, I'm living in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Lance lives a little bit south of Atlanta, but these are two big areas with type A personalities, driven people, focused people. And what a difference a person can make as a leader to jump in with their people and show them why things are important. 
Because a lot of times, as leaders, we assume we're just supposed to give direction, say what needs to be done, and then just walk away, assuming and believing that other people know what it is to be prominent or really significant. But honestly, many people don't. And that's why we need you, Serving Leader, to be a part of the community, jump in, be right next to them, stand with them, and actually serve alongside of them. Serving Leaders, on this podcast, we never talk about leaders leading over people. We always talk about Serving Leaders leading with people. That's a community word. That's a together word. That's a us them type of mentality, and these are the kinds of leaders that we need to be. As we look at closing this podcast with my guy, Lance, listen, Lance, you've had a storied history, well, it's a storied in my opinion, because quite honestly, certain leaders, I look up to Lance as a leader, as a mentor, as a coach, and you, Lance, you've been spending years leading, mentoring, and coaching college students, Uh, How can college students specifically enhance their personal value system to become more significant? I think it it starts with their sphere of influence. You know, who are they hanging around? You know, there's a lot of people. And unfortunately, millennials get a bad rap and um, the younger generation gets a, a bad rap just because they get told they're lazy. They're this or whatever. Well, sometimes It's just they're hanging around with the wrong crowd. They're hanging around with people who aren't doing the things that they aspire to be. And I think the first step is really begin to put yourself in a place where you are seeing other people thrive. I believe, you know, in, you know, there's one thing that says, you know, we're like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. And I believe that if we see ourselves as a tree, our character is built from the roots, you know, and our attitude towards life, having a good attitude. And then that forms our character. And as our character is formed, we begin to see fruit in our life. And so if they want to begin to see the fruit in the life in their life, that's going to become something that other people can partake of, then they need to get their attitude and their heart right. But that starts a lot of times with who they surround themselves with. I think it's very important that they find a good group of people that's moving forward and have forward thinking. There's so many great young adults out there that are thriving, that are uh, not only serving, but really thriving in life and making an impact in the community around them. I think it's important to get yourself around those people. If you don't know what to do or how to get there, those people will begin to show you if you hang around them enough, if you get, get around them enough, and then they can really make an impact in their community. Serving leaders, Lance Batiste. Oh, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, I know a lot about my guy, man. He I know him personally, he knows a lot about thriving. He actually created a group with college age students called Thrive, and he had them hanging out in his living room. So he knows all about having young people putting themselves in a position, in a place to see other people thrive. Listen, guys, if you connect to this podcast, if you listen to what Lance is saying, that I know that you will thrive as well. Man, thanks for coming on the podcast, Lance. Listen, how can people reach out to you? How can people connect to you? How can they learn more about We're the Buffalo and what you've got going on in life right now? Oh, thanks so much, man. I, you know, if you want to check us out, we are on, on Instagram. It's We Are The Buffalo, one word. We are on YouTube, We Are The Buffalo. And you can find us, uh, or I'm on, on Instagram as Lance Batiste. You can find both of those. Um, but it, all of your, all of our social media is Instagram, YouTube, 
and you can check us out there. We'd love to connect. Outstanding. Well, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast, my guy. I miss you. I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lau. Love you, man. That's what it's all about, servant leaders. Lance Batiste, personal significance. We are the Buffalo. Thanks for coming on the podcast, buddy. I miss you so much. And servant leaders, listen, thank you so much for your continued support. 100,000 subscribers, 100,000 conversations, and 100 opportunities to continue to change our world. Thanks for jumping on the train with us, and we'll see you at the very next stop. It's our honor to serve.